It's the odd, odd, odd to Newfoundland. Ghostly greetings from your host, Jonathan. 31 days of Halloween. <laughs> so I'm doing my walk at Bowering Park, and I'm racking my brain. Like, man, what am I going to make my next few episodes about? Like... It's not very easy to come up with episodes for this 31 Days of Halloween. I mean, you have 31 different topics every year. How do I not be redundant? How do I not copy myself? And I was racking my brain. And all I heard up in the tree was, ka, ka, ka. And I was like, oh, my God, that old crow. I wish it would stop crowing. What's it crowing at me for? And then it dawned on me, my God, I've never covered Corvids before. Yeah, you know, crows. I thought to myself, man, I'm totally going to do that. So I went and I did a bit of research and this turned into a deep dive that's going to take at least two episodes this Halloween to cover. Like, I'm not even kidding. This was so fascinating to realize how smart these animals are and just how common they are. It's the common crow. They're everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. These animals are a part of our lives and we don't really think much of them. And yet... They're so intelligent, and there's been so much documented. I felt like just completely ignorant to crow culture. So I'm going to crow all about them with you. <laughs> You're taking a walk into the park, minding your own business, when all of a sudden a murderer crow starts making a huge ruckus as the birds flit and hop from tree limb to tree limb. What are they all crowing about? Are they crowing about you, or are they cawing at you? <laughs> the latter is more likely than you think. In fact, crows and ravens have more interactions with people than most any other animal ever, even if we don't notice it. It's been documented, and one of the longest-standing animal-man relationships been documented for thousands of years. Modern science is only just beginning to realize how human-like corvids are. The family of birds that includes crows and ravens, along with jays and magpies as well. We've known since time immemorial that crows and ravens have an awareness of other birds' The 6th century B.C. Aesop fable, The Crow and the Pitcher, tells of an inventive bird that drops stones into a pitcher of water until the level is high enough to drink. It's for this kind of unmatched ingenuity that crows and ravens have been both feared and revered. The Druids, Norse, and Celtics believed that crows were wise messengers sent by the gods. In ancient Greece, a raven served as a familiar to Apollo, the god of prophecy, and was said to bring bad luck. Ravens are all over the Bible. Noah sent out two from the ark to test the waters after the great flood. In the Middle Ages, the carrion crow was seen as a harbinger of black death. Our modern fascination with these big black corvids is a sign of the macabre. That's right. And it really began with Edgar Allan Poe's 1845 poem, The Raven, which ties it to Halloween. The titular bird comes tapping at the narrator's chamber door and won't let him forget his lost love, Lenore. Quote the raven, nevermore. <laughs> and, you know, as we know, I'm a massive wrestling fan. How can I not talk about Raven from ECW, WCW fame, an amazing professional wrestler? But I digress. There's a lot going on inside these birds. At first, Poe's narrator thinks the raven is only repeating nevermore because its master is taught at the word. But then he sees that the raven's eyes have all the seeming of a demon that is dreaming. Poe was right. There's a lot more going on inside those little bird brains of theirs 
then you might think today biologists rank their intelligence right up there with great apes, elephants, octopuses, whales, and dolphins. Like, did you know that? Did you know a raven is as smart as a dolphin? Like, I just blow my mind. I, I'm so glad I decided to caw about this. But how can this be when crows have literal bird brains inside their tiny little cranial cavities? Because those brains pack a lot of neurons. This is really interesting stuff, too. Neurons are cells that transmit information really to one another throughout the nervous system. The more neurons you have, the smarter you are. The human cerebral cortex has 14 to 16 billion neurons and it has the most of the animal kingdom. The cerebral cortex is part of the human brain that remembers facts and faces, you know, uses language, solves complex problems, makes tools, creates art and culture. Of course, frets about death and forms of long-lasting bonds. In short, it's why you're self-aware. Birds, however, do not have cerebral cortices. Instead, they are neurons. <laughs> Just many, many of them contain an apalium, which is much smaller. Birds in the genus Corvus, which include more than 40 species of crows, ravens, and hooks, make up for this with more compact neurons that fit closer together. Long story short, Paleons of crows contain more than 1.5 billion neurons. Dogs have about 500 million, twice as many as cats. And boy, do these corvids put those neurons to use. For instance, do you know that they can talk? Yeah, the, the crow that's into your garbage right now can actually talk to you. And they have a lot more to say than just ka. Crows can also screech, honk, click, and rattle. They can even mimic sounds from their environment, including the human voice. But they don't simply parrot what they hear. One morning in December 2021, an actual talking crow named Cosmo showed up at an elementary school in Grants Pass, Oregon. After pecking at the window, he flew into a classroom, landed on a table, and said, well, quite cordially, what's up? <laughs> then he helped himself to some snacks. The Emil Avalon had a lot to say, including language not suitable for fifth graders, by the way. The headlines read, foul-mouthed crow befriends elementary school, but there's more to the story. A few years earlier, Cosmo had befriended a woman named Janelle Chatuck, who lives on a farm 20 miles south of the school. The wild bird grew up with humans and was especially strong-bonded to the children. Over time, Cosmo learned more than 40 words and knows how to put them together to communicate. For example, he'll say to the family dog, Tonka, you come outside. You have no idea how smart that bird is, Chatuck said. It's beyond imagination. According to her daughter, Daphne Calphone, Cosmo got lost when a neighbor trapped him and took him in a wildlife sanctuary near Grant's Pass. After Cosmo was released because he's a wild bird that wasn't injured, the brainy bird followed a truck, one that he recognized because it belongs to the Shuttuck family friend, to that elementary school. As soon as Cosmo found the kid he knows, he jumped around while repeating, I'm okay, I'm fine, I'm okay, I'm fine. Like, <laughs> how smart is this animal? At last report, Cosmo was back on Shuttuck's farm. His vocabulary has expanded quite a bit in the last few weeks. Maybe the kids taught the bird some new swear words, unfortunately. That may be what happened. <laughs> okay, so they can talk. What else can crows do? Well, they also have excellent memories. Crows have been observed memorizing weekly sanitation pickup schedules, so they'll know exactly where to be when the garbage cans are rolled out on the street. They can even recognize a person's face by one account for nearly 10 years. That's why you should never cross a crow. So... All this time you see those crows kind of up in the trees. They remember you, man. They know you're there. Like, next time I'm going for a walk in the park, I feel like I got my homies watching out for me. 
This was the focus of a two-year University of Washington study in the later 2010s. PhD student Kaylee Swift gave 25 volunteers the inevitable task of holding a wild, taxidermy dead crow while standing near a spot where food had been left out for wild crows. But not all the volunteers held a dead crow. Some held dead pigeons, and in some cases a dead hawk, which is also the crow's natural enemy, by the way, and was placed on the ground nearby. Other volunteers, the control group, held nothing, and sometimes volunteers wore latex masks to hide their identities because it was such a creepy sight. They all wore a sign with the UW logo and the words crow study on it. As you might expect, the local population of crows became most upset with the volunteers, holding a deceased member of their own species, especially the dead hawk was nearby as well. Angry birds made loud warning calls and refused to eat the food that was offered to them. For the next two years, whenever the particular volunteer returned to that spot, with or without a dead bird, the crows refused to take the food. That is, unless the volunteer wore a mask to hide their identity. In addition to demonstrating what crows can remember faces and old grudges, the study also showed that they react to potential danger, not just imminent danger. That's another sign of intelligence, understanding the concept of cause. <laughs> C-A-W-S in effect. We'd have to eat crow if we didn't use that pun at least once during this. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> so, just wrap your head around that today. You know, as, as you go about your Halloween goings-on, and you see people put up decorations of crows everywhere. Like, have you ever stopped to think of how smart those animals truly are? And they remember your face. Pretty incredible given the fact that they also have a lifespan of about 15 to 20 years sometimes. Whew. I mean, I wouldn't want to cross a crow. Anyway, tune in tomorrow for more, well, crowing around. Take care, guys. Attention all Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio listeners. The Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast brings you the best in East Coast esoterica on the first of every month. Together, we can keep it growing by sharing the show on social media, subscribing to the show wherever you may be listening to it from, and by leaving feedback about your favorite episodes. John certainly needs a friend like you to help make his dreams come true, minus the alien abduction dreams. That is not cool at all. The Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast. Always available. Always free. Always odd.